0: Ashby Oton. So, my epic tale begins in Specsavers, (laughs) in White Lion Street. Um, I went in to have my glasses adjusted, my glasses adjusted, and about 40 minutes later I came out um, an aunt having met a niece I didn't know I had, um, whose father was my brother that I haven't seen in over 40 years. And that all came about because when they called out my name, Enid O'Toole, not a common Norfolk name, um, her husband was coming down the stairs at the time with a baby and he heard the name and so obviously they had discussed me at some point in the past and he said, he need turn. gosh, there can't be two of them. Well, you can only hope. Um, and so he rushed back upstairs and he told Sarah, who is my niece, I think your aunt's downstairs. There can't be two of them. And uh, she rushed downstairs. Uh, I think at the time she was uh, having a fitting, so she, had, uh, you know, she was just so excited. Anyway, so I was on my way out, um, and she came rushing up to me and she said, I think you're my aunt, <laughs> okay? I was busy trying to think, God, I hope I don't know you because I don't know your name. <laughs> so anyway, I, look, I looked at her and I saw the family resemblance. And it was amazing. And she said, Harry, your brother, I'm his daughter. So that's how it began. Harry and I were brought up, um, well, we're two of four siblings. Um, three half-siblings, basically, and we were brought up in Lagos, Nigeria. My father was a, an eminent surgeon, um, and uh, he trained in Newcastle, and um, he practised in Lagos, uh, and uh, there were, he was married to two English women, funnily enough, my mother and my sibling's mother. And we all lived in a big house in Lagos, Nigeria, sensibly two flats. Um, And I came into their lives when I was about two. Um, My father to the outside world was an eminent surgeon. He was an upstanding member of the community. Um, He was a wonderful man. But behind four walls, he was a monster. Um, He basically uh, abused, physically abused and mentally abused us uh, for as long as I remember. And of course, uh, he died in 1975, so I was about 12 and a half at that time. Um, my brothers uh, and uh, myself uh, were the butt of most of his anger, and this carried on probably, f- as much as I know, every day for as long as uh, he, li- he was there at that time. Um, and... When he died, unfortunately, the two families split, and it was very acrimonious, and they went their way, and uh, my mother and myself went our way, and that was that. So during that time, they lived their lives and I lived my life. Um, And uh, I would be lying if I said I didn't think about them when uh, I was going through my teenage years and doing what I needed to do and building my life. Um, and I, I often did think of them. I, I felt that there was a link, there was a blood link, there was some link to, to, to part of my family that was missing, but it didn't define me and it didn't define my life and I carried on as normal. So I got to know a niece that uh, I didn't know existed and uh, in turn and in time, a few weeks later, um, Harry was texted me, my brother, and we started texting and you know, how do you start a relationship after 40 years? It's kind of difficult, but you kind of got to start somewhere. So we did. Um, and then we gradually started um, talking. Um, uh, I was very reluctant to call him, um, only because I didn't know really what to say to him. But uh, eventually I did, and a few months later, we decided to meet, and we did. And it was a great meeting, But I was always concerned that because of our childhood trauma, that we would have uh, a lot of emotional issues and a lot of emotional baggage, and neither of us knew each other very well, so we didn't really know how we would cope with it. Um, It was interesting because um, although we touched on the abuse that we'd suffered at the hands of my father, um, it was very fleeting. Um, He had chosen to go through his life by not discussing it, not even with his closest family they didn't actually know what had happened they knew something had happened to us as children but they didn't know exactly what he'd never talked about it he'd refused to talk about it Um, and my family they did know about it and they were asking them questions and you know they felt that they couldn't tell them it had to come from him so he'd gone through life not talking about it I'd gone through life talking about it getting out there um so the only kind of reference that we made to each other during that time was Um, you know, you know what happened to us. We, it was a difficult time. And you know what, my brother said to me, he said, look, you know, I remember I had a motorbike. And I said, yeah, it was brilliant. I loved it, even though I was always frightened I was gonna fall off it. Um, And he said, but the one thing, overriding thing that I remember is never being able to take you with me. I never took you with me. I never got you away from him. You know, you couldn't get out, I could. But you know, to me that was, it wasn't particularly important. I'd never really thought of it like that. I'd always been close to Harry. I'd always enjoyed Harry's company. Um, I, I think out of all the siblings, I loved Harry the most. Um, so it never really occurred to me that you know um, he would uh, need to take me anywhere or get me out of that situation. For me, we were all in that situation. Anyway, so uh, we met a few more times. There was a christening, which was wonderful. I met his son. Um, and I met my older brother. Interestingly, I didn't have the same kind of uh, relationship with him. Um, but um, we talked a little bit, we met a couple of times, and then it kind of petered out. We texted occasionally, and that was it. Um, recently, I've gone through this uh, unfortunate kind of feeling that I I need to be connected to my brother in some way but I realize that after 40 years we're completely different people and there's a real chance that we will never come together as brother and sister we'll always be related by blood but the family that I have created on my own in my own life and who have defined me and who are part of me for me they're the important ones it doesn't mean I don't love him and it doesn't mean he will not be my brother but it does mean that depending on the person and the circumstance Blood may be thicker than water, or it may not. Thank you. True Stories Live is a story show and story finding project brought to you by LJ Hope Productions, Norwich Arts Centre and me, Molly Naylor. For more information about all of the work that we do, head to our website, truestorieslive.co.uk. We're super grateful to be supported by Arts Council England, Norfolk County Council and Writer Centre Norwich.